Hey, hey, you're listening to Rising Into Mindful Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Wood. I'm a barefoot mama bear, pharmacist, integrative fertility health coach, and lover of all things nature and animals. I'm on a mission to have intentional conversations about the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, and beyond. My mindful guests and I will be talking about struggles, wins, natural wellness, and how we grow and transform as we enter motherhood. My background in healthcare has shown me how broken our medical system is. My own struggles to become pregnant has shown the lack of support for mamas-to-be, the lack of guidance for women to have a nourishing and vibrant pregnancy, the isolation, mom guilt, and all the things we hold after bringing baby Earthside. I want this platform to be a place where women can feel connected, safe and supported to share and hear their stories. A place to use our voice to discuss and advocate about what we need and deserve as mothers. So let's dive in, shall we? Hello and welcome to Rising Into Mindful Motherhood. I am super excited for today's conversation. Today I'll be chatting with Talia, a natural wellness mentor and birth advocate, and Belle, an acupuncture doctor. They're both on a mission to empower women and protect them from unnecessary birth trauma. And over the past nine years, they both collectively have had six natural, empowering, and life-changing births. So welcome, Talia and Belle. I'm super excited to have you both on the show today. Thanks, Katie. Thank you, We're Katie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. And it's so funny because it's 7 a.m. in New York right now and 9 p.m. where you guys are in Australia. So thank goodness for technology so we could connect. (laughs) This is uh, Talia and I's go time, really, because we've got little ones under the age of, well, eight. Is Alba eight now, Tiles? Yeah, Yeah, so they go down to bed and Talia and I stay up all night (laughs) launching this, um, yeah, this amazing birth course um, that, yeah, I guess I'll go into a little bit about Talia and my backstory. We we met through Talia's dad who actually owned the property that Tom and and I bought here. Um, Talia's grandparents owned this place. Talia grew up uh, no, Talia's dad grew up out here and um, he was showing us around one day and he's like, you've got to meet my daughter. <laughs> you guys are going to get along. <laughs> anyway, he, he 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 connected us up and she happened to come over one day. I just had a home birth with my second son, Zaya, and I had um, Channel 10 and Channel 7 coming to interview me about the, because it was a planned home birth through one of um, the hospitals here in Melbourne and Talia shows up and I'm like I've got the news coming to interview me can you help me with the kids so Tal's like no worries at all which obviously got us talking about our births and our birthing stories and Talia and I have been really fortunate and also grateful that we got really well prepared before having all of our children that we um we've had really empowering births we've had both had three really empowering births all in different scenarios a couple of home births quite a few hospital births um 
then we we went along to um, birth time documentary. I don't know if you've seen that, Katie. Some Australian women created a documentary, and it basically was um, following women's different stories around birth trauma. And Talia and I were in absolute tears the whole time watching, and we're like, we have to do something. There's a big gap missing in birth education. I I think the big um, so we so we founded the conscious birth movement. And I think the biggest um, point of difference with the conscious birth movement to a lot of other birth courses is out there, it's not just focusing on the birth because as we know as mums, postpartum is forever. And it's actually this massive transformation that women are going through mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You know, we believe you you actually make your baby and you come apart at the time that you're making your baby because you're making your baby with who you were. And at the same time, you're becoming this whole entire new woman. Um, and when you can do that consciously guided through self-inquiry and realizing the things happening during your pregnancy are happening for you, not to you, you, you shift your mindset from that victim. Um, and so the conscious birth movement is really holding women so that they can transform through the rite of passage into motherhood um, and have the amazing birth. So we don't just focus on that one day. It's the tools that they're going to use for the rest of their life in motherhood you know following their intuition being feeling safe not being the good girl and just speaking up for what they want and what they need and and knowing how to ask for that and and telling the people around them what they expect and and how they want to be treated and um yeah so it's it's amazing and we've had a massive uh I think 900 women did our beta and all the birth stories started rolling in of these beautiful women having all sorts of different, you know, hospital home births, but really empowered um, births. And I mean, even women whose births didn't go to plan, the trauma wasn't there because they knew what was happening. They knew if, you know, if, if a situation did come up, they're like, oh, okay, this is happening. I can still make a conscious choice around it. It's not all of a sudden in shock, not knowing what is happening to her. So that was a huge thing that Talia and I were like, wow, this is powerful, powerful work. I love every <laughs> word you said, and there's so much we're going <laughs> to dive into, but I want Talia to introduce herself a little bit before we dive in, because that was you speaking my language. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, 100%. Like, this has been an incredible journey for us, and it's been a real big passion project. I think both Belle and I feel and are fully driven um, around the passion side of this because sometimes we think, how did we even do it? You know, three little kids trying to manage everything else. And I think it was just purely because we were so driven knowing there was such a massive need for this out there. Like there is such a gap, especially when it comes to postpartum planning as well. And that's why we included it in the course because we just we just saw so many women focusing on the birth prep and then they get into postpartum into those those first phases of motherhood and they're lost you know like birth trauma as well as postpartum um, depression and things like that are really high like they're one in three and we just know we just knew deep down that we had to do something and I know like the conversations Belle and I would have like it would just evoke all this drive and passion and you know, we were just so ready to make some change. And then seeing the birth time video, it just was our like pivotal time in everything. It just, it sealed the deal for us. It just made us 
do what we knew we had to do. It kind of kick-started everything in into gear. And, you know, originally we were writing a book, weren't we, honey? We were writing a book and then Belle's like, no, we've got to do the course first. We've got to see what women really want to know about and then we can transpire that into something beautiful, um, you know, on the pages of a book. But for me, I think having three natural hospital births, drug-free, it was always um, something conscious for me. Like it was always a deeper understanding, not that I probably really understood what I was really feeling at the time because I was never really educated properly or prepared. And each birth got easier and each birth I learned more. Um, but I do remember one pivotal time, and we do talk about this a fair bit, is when I had my second birth and the head obstetrician of this massive hospital over in WA came to me after I had my boy and said, you know, what you just did was absolute textbook. Like if you could then go out and teach other women how to do what you just did, that would be pretty well phenomenal. And I, I was kind of like in in the high bubble of oxytocin and I wasn't really too sure what he was talking about. I'm like, I just did what I thought what I had to do, you know. But now looking back, I can reflect on that moment and I'm, I really understand what he meant by that now because we have a deeper level going through the beta and really having so much to do with other women in this space and understanding that there is so much trauma out there. And for him to so say those words to me, he was coming from a, a place of experience. He he would have seen probably hundreds or thousands of births and that those words, I guess, stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until time, a long time after that I actually acted on that. But I think maybe that was really lurking underneath the layers for me and then Belle and I would talk about this stuff and, yeah, we just we just realised that something really had to be done. So we put our heads together and created something that we really hope fills that that gap and that void in the industry for um, for women to really have that conscious birth, birth that they want and to cultivate what is right for them because we always say this, you know, it's not necessarily always having that conscious home birth or that conscious free birth. You can have a conscious hospital birth and you can have a conscious C-section. We've had heaps of mamas go through our course coming out the other end after a conscious C-section and they're still empowered, you know, they're, they're birth trauma free because it was a conscious choice and, and they were fully prepared for that journey. So yeah, there's, there's no right or wrong way of doing it. It's just, a place we're coming from to really educate and empower women to to birth the way they want. So. I love that. I love that you just mentioned that it doesn't have to be like a home birth or a free birth. Like it can be any type of birth, whatever feels good to you, whether that's a scheduled C-section or just a hospital birth as well. So very inclusive and very empowering for whatever feels good to people because, you know, I have a lot of girlfriends and some of them are just automatically like, nope, I want an epidural. This is what I want. But as long as they're going into it with that's their decision and that's what feels good and safe to them, then that's perfect. So you had kind of um, already answered my next question a little bit. Talia, my question was going to be, what made you both or what do you think it was that made you guys more aware and conscious to prepare yourselves for your birth? So I don't know, Belle, if if you have anything to That's say on really, that. It's a really good question. Um, 
I guess, uh, I guess being a um, doctor of acupuncture, I went to a university um, for natural medicine. So for my four years that I was there, I was surrounded by naturopaths, homeopaths, mm-hmm. um, nutritionalists. I was just bathing in um, the consciousness really of natural medicine. And I think I picked up, I transformed in those four years of uni and learnt. And so for me, it was just, it was just an absolute no brainer. Like I remember saying to Tom, I want a home birth. And he was like, what, what are you crazy? (laughs) And then we just happened to have like, there's two hospitals in Melbourne. I don't even know if they're doing the caseload program, home birth program anymore, but there was only two hospitals in Melbourne happened to be one of ours. And we went in there for our first appointment. They took one look at me and said, you're perfect for a home birth. (laughs) And he was like, what is going on? And we did birth education and he came out of that first birth education session like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Like women don't know this. Like he's one of the biggest birth advocates in the world now because he got educated and he was just like, of course, home birth. Um, so, yeah, for me it was just in my heart. I've, I'm very lucky that I've always followed my heart and I've obviously had that influence too. Yeah. Tiles? Yeah, for me, it, it's sort of that's interesting to reflect on that actually because I'm not really too sure, <laughs> but I think I think one thing I did do, one thing I did do is I I ask a lot of questions because I like to sort of that's my personality. I like to ask and inquire. So like every opportunity I had, and I came across someone at a birthday party or we're out just, and I would meet new people or older women, women who have done it a long time ago, like I would just ask any mother about their birth. And, you know, you get into those conversations because you've got your big belly and they're like, oh, how far along are you? And you just start these conversations, start up. And I would, be, I would always ask them questions about what their birth was like. And I would take it further if their birth was positive because I wanted to know how they achieved that outcome. You know, if they had a natural birth, what what was their secret, you know? And so... I think I, that just that inquisitive mind wanting to kind of like learn more all the time. That's a lot of my te- how my techniques that we share in the birth course came about because I just asked other women what worked for them. And so I had this amazing bank of knowledge. And I just, when I was in the birth suite myself, I would just try that. Like I would just try things and see if they worked for me. And then each consecutive birth, I would um, continue to use those that served me and it um it kind of like I guess yeah just unru- unraveled naturally like that. My mum was always never have an induction because she had one with my brother after having like with her second birth after having me, and she did what didn't have an induction with me, and she's like it was the worst experience. Um, after having a natural birth without an induction and then having an induction, she said it was horrific, heaps more painful, and so that kind of scared me away from intervention a little bit because of her experience. And I know that sometimes can happen as well. And then I was listening to a lot of podcasts, just really hungry for information around birth. And I stumbled across some really beautiful health orientated ones that really educated me on on the the side of what interventions meant, what what the potential risks were around interventions. And if I did have to have plan B and I did have a C-section or something like that what could I do like I learn about seeding and I learn about you know the different extra layers of these options that we had that 
are not really spoken about. So I was just really out there looking for information and becoming knowledgeable in that space. And I just picked up little things along the way and and more and more of that information just unraveled. And I'm like, oh, I really feel drawn intuitively to the natural birth side of things. And I'm not one for needles either. So like the idea of a needle in my back just makes me feel ill. And so that was just like an instant intuitive no for me like I'm like if I can avoid that at all costs um yeah so little I guess it was just little things that part of my preparation that I did that kind of came together and at the end of the day I'm just like this is this is kind of like calling me to just do it naturally because my body was made to do it so that really came down to becoming informed and doing a bit of that inner work or harder work to to be prepared I think that's probably maybe how that all came about. Um, and I'm not saying my first birth was at all perfect, but each one I learned more and more and more and the third was, you know, the best it could be. So, yeah, that's pretty much how that came about for me, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I love to ask questions and learn more. And I was just reflecting a little bit like how did I – become interested in the natural um you know having a natural birth and it's funny because I remember when I was younger being afraid of birth because I feel like in movies and things like that they make it seem like it's Mm. the worst experience you know because they always show like the woman screaming like her lungs out it's just not it doesn't you know it doesn't seem like a very uh peaceful experience and I think for me one reason why like having a natural birth even maybe sparked in my mind is because I had a friend who's I don't her mother's boyfriend or something at the time was a nurse anesthetist if I'm saying that right and he had told me like because I'm I'm shorter I'm petite and he was like oh you would be really difficult to give an epidural to. So when you mentioned that you know the thought of a needle going into your back that is really like, I was like, oh my gosh, well, that is scary. You know, the thought of, you know, that almost seems like it could be more painful than having a natural birth, having a needle go into your spine and there's risks that can come with that. So I feel like ever since he said that to me, I was just like, well, I'm not getting an epidural because like that sounds frightening. And I knew, or, you know, my husband and I, when we did get pregnant, we were planning on having a natural birth in a hospital. We hired a doula and the thought of a home birth was on my mind, but we're 30 minutes from hospitals. So we were like, oh, we can't do that. That's not safe, you know, because society will have you think that. And then through more, you know, inquisition and just really looking into things. And I did an online birth course and I was reading books and my doula happened to have a home birth in the same little town that I live in. So like that also oh, gave goodness. me like a sense of safety and halfway in my pregnancy, we decided we're going to do a home birth instead of at the hospital. So I think it's kind of fun to kind of talk about how we've all got into these, you know, mindsets and how we've decided that that's what we want for ourselves. And I love it. Yeah. I think sometimes the universe gives you like these little nuggets of information, (laughs) um, little nudges and whether you kind of pick them up or not. So 
Awesome. Well, you know, going back to what you were talking about in the beginning, Belle, I love how you were saying that essentially, you know, birth is really this like rite of passage into motherhood and that prepping for birth is more than just like learning about the birth process itself. It's becoming more conscious and aware because that's actually a lot um, of like the work that I do with women who are struggling to get pregnant in the fertility space. Like, you know, instead of thinking this is happening to you, like this is happening for you. And I have, you know, really discovered that firsthand because we struggle to get pregnant as well. And it was very frustrating, very defeating, you know, really not getting a lot of help from my providers, which made me take things into my own hands and go on my own healing journey. And you really are a different person after you give birth and become a mom. But I also, I, I strongly feel that that process starts like the moment you decide that you want to have a child. So I'd love to kind of speak more on that if if either of you have anything to share yeah I I totally agree with you like um conscious conception I guess Mm -hmm. what you what your field of work is and yeah we we call in this soul ultimately our baby is a spirit waiting to come through our body and um there's a lot that needs to align to be ready for that and oh, I mean, from a Chinese medicine perspective, when 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 that conception happens, um, I mean, there's many reasons why fertility, you know, if you know, like fertility um, issues are apparent. But once that process has happened and conception, the the baby is being made from the mother's jing, from the mother's life force and the mother's essence. So essentially like everything we've worked through within ourselves, um, the baby is inheriting that and everything that we're yet to work through, the baby's also inheriting that um, so that when they're born, they'll rub on those spots to then trigger us to actually learn that stuff if we haven't worked on it yet. So it's like, it's so such an opportunity as our body's been, you know, creating this baby out of our own essence to like consciously witness what's coming up for us so that we can process it then and there. Um, so that it's, it's simpler when you go into parenthood because you've, you've, you've allowed this transformation to happen and you've celebrated it and you've actually acknowledged it because I think in Western culture, that depth, just isn't acknowledged and mothers are kind of expected to um, get their old selves back and you, you're not going to be a maiden again. Like the maidens, uh, we have this beautiful meditation where we go through the different archetypes. So we've got the maiden to the mother, to the queen, to the healer, to the warrior, to the wild woman. And we really relate the wild woman to the birthing woman because it's happening in that primal area of the brain, the autonomic nervous system. You know, it's out of conscious control. It's like that primal state where you just drop in and there's theta brainwaves, alpha brainwaves both take over and you just have to surrender. Um, It's, yeah, we just, I love this stuff so much. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that you brought up 
traditional Chinese medicine and like almost your, your life force, because that is actually one of the modalities that I went on, on my fertility journey. I worked with an acupuncturist and we did, um, you know, the moxie and the acupuncture and, um, I love essential oils. So we, you know, did specific essential oils in certain places and, really built up my life force, I would say at the end of the day, because I was on birth control for 13 years before we started um, trying. And he had found that like, yeah, like, you know, my blood was stagnant. We really had to like rebuild that blood, which I mean, blood is your life force. So, so thankful for Chinese medicine and, and all of that. So I love that you brought that up because I I don't know much about it, but I think that there's so much value behind that modality. I really do. It's very powerful. And I, I guess like what you're saying, what you, um, the journey that you went through ultimately created you into this woman on the other side who could help people go through that you know you've you've built your life force and that's yeah this I guess that's what Talia and I so want for our mothers who are pregnant for it to be such an empowering journey and for her to find the full potential of herself Mm -hmm. through that experience of pregnancy and birth um so she's entering motherhood feeling whole not looking um to find her old self somewhere you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like really stepping into your power as a woman. Power. Yeah. 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 I think too, a lot of women feel like that loss of identity when they become a mum as well. Mm-hmm. And and I think the meditation that we have through the archetypes really allows women to peel back those layers and really understand what is actually happening. It's really like a subconscious thing because I know when I became a mum, I didn't think about this stuff. It kind of just happened to me and I didn't really understand what was happening. I just knew I felt different. I knew it was a massive transition. And I think having the layer of understanding is extremely powerful for women because they enter that next phase understanding that that it makes sense to them what is actually going on and why they're feeling the way they're feeling. So I really feel that that also helps them to to cope better prepare better just be ready um, emotionally as well for motherhood and I think there's a lot of power in that um, that you know that we can give to women so that we really help them have the most amazing experience when it comes to postpartum because we see more and more women suffering unnecessarily when it comes to that motherhood journey so I think that's a really important place to to allow that empowerment process to happen is just as much as the birth space as well so mm-hmm. that's kind of why we've added the two the two phases into the, the birth course it's more of a holistic conscious awakening around birth to to motherhood through that rite of passage like bell talks about it's um yeah it becomes a really 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 powerful process for women so yeah. i love that because um, you know, I feel like you hear all the time, all the attention and focus that goes into like planning a nursery say, but where's all the attention and focus for like, so, you know, even doing 
the research and informing yourself for a birth, but also for postpartum too, to really prepare yourself both consciously, but, and physically as well, like preparing really nourishing meals and freezing them um, and just creating like a space that you can have at home that can just be really accessible and supportive and all of those things. So I love that you include both like the birth aspect and the postpartum because I mean, postpartum comes immediately after birth. So it's just as important. Mm. Um, I love that. So when did you guys like come together and actually launch the conscious birth method? It hasn't quite been a year yet. It was June last year. Um, So we had been working on a book for a couple of years. Um, We were doing weekly or fortnightly phone calls and going through everything. And we had a really good structure for the book. Um, And then, yeah, we're just like this. We just need to start helping women. And I'm like, if we put this in a course like right away we can literally start helping women like um so Tiles and Tiles was like all right let's do it and so we literally like met up I think it was two different weekends and we filmed 60 plus videos it was epic what we got through um and just amazing like really powerful um content coming through we got like 12 meditations which mums like tears you know it's like um and yeah and then we launched the beta so we probably two months I think we worked on everything tiles or yeah, maybe six so. weeks and when we launched the it beta, was quick I know that <laughs> Yeah, the beta mums were like, what about this and what about this and what about this? Like, this is amazing, but we want this. And so Talia and I were like, okay, cool. And so we did the second part of the course, which was even bigger than the first half, but we added like all this partner section in, like a whole section for the partners, um, which I had a mum and dad come up at my children's spring fair. And the dad was like, oh, my God, it was amazing. I knew exactly what to do. I was like, it was like we were both birthing the baby at the same time because I knew like her love language and I knew how what she needed to um, get her through the crisis of confidence. And we could just see how bonded they were from the experience. Um, and that he, you know, especially masculine partners, give the man a role. Like he just wants to know what to do and he will get to work. And um, so it's so empowering for them. And then we added all obviously the postpartum stuff. Um, And we've got 22 plus um, birthing techniques that are quite unique. I know um, like like I did hypnobirthing and I was reading orgasmic birth with my first and my waters broke and it was game on. And I was like, this is not calm. This is not hypno, you know, and I had, I had kind of got in my head that it had to be calm. I had to be silent. It was supposed to be um, orgasmic. Where was the orgasm, <laughs> you know? Um, and so in this first birth, I was just like, whoa, like this is, it was wild right from the start. And so I think Charles and I took that into account. We don't want to just say to mums, oh, you got it. It's just going to be all dark and lovely and you'll be silent and it's going to be so relaxing because every birth is completely different. There are mums that do birth like that. 
but some others, you know, the surges start and they're really strong and it's okay for her to make noise. It's okay for her to intuitively pace the room. It's okay. Like um, we really want women to dive into themselves and birth in the way that feels embodied for them. And it might be loud and raucous or it might be quiet and peaceful. Um yeah, so it's really there's a huge focus on radical self-responsibility, cultivating intuition and just cultivating the tools that are going to be useful in motherhood when you need to know what you need to get your cup full or protect your child from something you don't like. It's um it kind of it works in both spheres. Mm-hmm. So our women women were really loving, yeah, loving that and 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 loving the stories coming out and everyone's birth is so different but so amazing <laughs> love that and I love that um the husband was able to feel empowered as well throughout that because that is important because sometimes they do kind of you know I've heard stories and maybe they feel left out or like they don't know yeah. how to help and I think that that's what to do yeah where a doula could be helpful um, because they can help include the the partner and help educate them as well. And definitely, you know, doing a birth course together, I think is really important. Um, my husband did the birth course that was available to us when we were preparing and my, it, that was my first birth. And the mid, my midwife was like, what did you guys do? Because you were both really great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to prepare? Yeah, <laughs> so I think the that's work. super important. And obviously, you know that that you're like hitting hitting that important piece in your course. So that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, you get so the baby in together. Yeah, it's you go, Charles. This is that's all right. I was just going to mention about how we interviewed um our partners because. It was something that we wanted to include from a pers- from a different perspective. Like we we can talk about what we think they need to do, but hearing it from the partner themselves. So my husband Clay and um, Tom Bell's partner were both interviewed. So we interviewed them and videoed that, and we share those pieces in the course. So partners can sit down and they can actually hear from the man's perspective what it's like you know so there's that connection piece that I'm sure is probably nowhere else to find like I I, I sort of feel that's probably a unique element to most of the birth courses out there but I really feel that can be powerful when they see it from another perspective it's nearly like they talk that same language and yeah I loved listening to their reflections because it's not necessarily something that you sit down and do do you know what I mean and to really hear their perspectives was um really special I think I really enjoyed that process so Mm -hmm. something else that we just thought was going to be valuable for the couples to have that aspect as well so yeah definitely a huge connection piece where I'm sure it can kind of re- be very reassuring to the the male partner who's watching just to kind of hear from experience and you know I don't know what they say in the interview but I'm you know I'm sure that they're like it'll be okay you'll get through it like <laughs> this is how it could look like but it's okay 
Um, So I'd love to talk more about the program, especially for any listeners who are either trying to get pregnant or they are pregnant. So is it all virtual? Is it in person? Um, Because obviously you're in Australia and I'm sure I think I have more listeners Mm -hmm. in the States. So if like what you guys are saying is really piquing someone's interest, just so we can know like who it's really available for. Yeah, I can talk oh, to can that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's all online Perfect. and we have the different modules and we have four bonus modules as well. So like Val was talking about, we've kind of got like the foundations of birth. We talk about the red tent, natural physiological birth, cascade of interventions, some of the really um, foundational information that women need to know about to prepare for birth, stuff you just, you're not usually does, isn't usually talked about, but you need to know this. It's crucial, essential sort of information. And then we move into the mind, body, spirit. So we were very, I guess we're very holistic in the teachings in the course. It's not just a physical element that we we talk in depth about. We give you the tools and the resources and the information from every aspect physically um, physically mentally and spiritually as well so heaps and heaps of of different um, ideas that we explore in all those spaces we have the techniques that Val talked about before 22 of them which you can explore and choose whatever resonates with you there's even a cheat sheet for the partner so in different birth techniques where they can also get involved and Val with all your wisdom um you have put together an incredible um acupuncture like Katie you were talking about this before with the different points that you can use and they'll demonstrate the moxibustion and all of that and yeah so much is in there for the part the couples to get involved and support um know to get that support in birth which is incredible we have a full birth plan as well with a tick and flick and we go through the different elements and how together they can really create that solid birth plan both the the a and the b so if something wasn't to go as planned what do they want that conscious c-section to look like or you know whatever it does look like for them in their birth preparation and talked about the partner section and then we've got the four Oh, what was the last one? It's the golden, it's the oh, it's um, post, postpartum, the golden hour. Golden so everything hour. you need, no postpartum, um, yep. like birthing the placenta, what to do with the placenta, lotus birth, like all the things to do with the placenta. Delayed cord clamping. All the things, post like bleeding care, just what to expect in those first weeks after having your baby. And we really, really drum home for partners the first 40 days that mum needs this, if she gets rest for that 40 days, it's going to set her up for the next 40 years of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Like she's just birthed a baby. She's completely turned her body inside out. That next six weeks is rebuilding and replenishing her inner stores for the ne- for the rest of her life, really. And we really drive that home because we've experienced um, not doing that and doing that and how much of a difference it makes after that six weeks and you're like ready to go as opposed to, you know, postnatal depletion, which can go on for a lifetime as well if it's, yeah, if if, if that care isn't there. Mm-hmm. 
And then the four yeah. bonus ones, Tales. Yeah. yeah. So the first bonus is the essential oil masterclass. So I use essential oils in pregnancy, birth, with my baby and personally in motherhood as well. They were a massive tool that I relied on heavily. And I love to teach in this space because I was I felt so empowered having the tools. And so there's a full Ali is an essential oil guru. <laughs> essential oils have brought so much to our family like I feel they're like this responsibility and gratitude towards them because of how much choice they've given my family like my kids have never been to the doctor I I'm just completely empowered with healthcare in the home and I really feel that I I owe a lot to you know natural plant extracts and it's incredible what you can do when you have a little bit of knowing behind you. So we created this masterclass to empower women to be able to naturally care for themselves and their baby and really, really take advantage of the power of those, of essential oils in the birth space. There is so much you can do. And then when, you know, you have your baby in your arms and, you know, they're, they've got their vulnerable little immune systems and they're developing and, how you can just support that innate uh, process without, you know, using chemical-based products that that burden their little bodies. And it's really just about empowering, you know, parents in that space. So that's the Essential Oil Masterclass. It is quite comprehensive, but it really gives gives parents and, you know, mums who who really wanted to go down that natural path the, the the information and the tools they need to be able to do that. So we felt that was just a really, I guess, key component that we could add extra value for those who were interested in that type of thing as well. And then the mother blessing, Val, did you want to talk about that one, hun? Yeah, so um, the mother blessing ceremony. So we have like a complete lesson um, and then a workbook with all the different rituals you can do, who to invite, who not to invite, where to have it, um, who can help you host it, meal trains. So just if if um, I know the baby shower, I think, is beginning to go out of fashion and there's a certain type of woman who does want a conscious birth, who's like wanting something deeper and to call in that sisterhood to really support her. I don't know if, Katie, if you had a mother blessing or you had your doula there supporting and nourishing you, but, um, yeah, calling in those sisters who are going to show up in those next six weeks, who are going to bring the food, who are going to maybe give you massages and t- care for your other children whilst you get that healing. So it's a whole kind of mini course on how to how to set that up, how to ask for it, because so many women are like, oh, I feel, I feel bad asking to be celebrated in this way. And we're like really encouraging of like, you know, you're a queen. Like you need to, you're, you're, you're growing a human. <laughs> it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Be nourished and be held. So that's, yeah, that's, that's a beautiful one. I feel like I learned about the mother blessing afterwards, but I feel like in a sense that was still, it happened without being planned, I guess. Cause like our midwife came to the house like regularly for the next month and our doula came and like our parents were yes. there in the morning. So like it still happened in a sense, but it wasn't yes. planned, I guess. But I think that that's beautiful yes. to include that. 
going to say mother blessings can definitely look that way. It took me my third to do like a big hoo-ha of one, but my second one was like family coming and painting our house and finishing the renovation and my nieces loving on my tummy and my sister-in-law taking some photos. And I was like, this is the mother blessing, you know, so it can happen in in you know, other ways as well. <laughs> So there's two more um, bonuses. So there's the postpartum plan, which is huge in itself, um, really, but we've got a full template that couples can sit down and, and complete together, and that's all the things that they need to start thinking about in pregnancy so they roll into postpartum fully prepared. And so we take them through all those elements and we we guide them through filling in that template so that it takes it takes the overwhelm out of it all but it also enables and creates awareness in what are the things that they need to start thinking about because you know for me I know when postpartum rolled around things would happen I'd be like I had no idea this was going to happen to me or you know this this was never seemed to be part of the equation yet here I am experiencing this in a completely different way than I ever imagined. And I think, you know, Belle and I really want to create the awareness for women so they don't get into that place where it's like, what's next? What What is really happening to me right now? And, and I think if you can come from that place of being informed and, and ready and you do that as a team with your partner, that it can be a completely different experience, especially if you if you do the 40 days and you actually work on the nourishment and really enjoying that process because I don't know like I just always thought especially in the western world it's like oh you you know you just had a baby but when are you going to get up when you're getting your baby body back like when are you going to be doing all the things again like there's this there's this pressure and expectation around around women and I know with my first I got so depleted because I just thought I had to do everything and I didn't allow my body to rest like the baby was sleeping so I was doing chores I was working like I was it, it was not ideal and my body literally gave up and said no and I got really sick and it was because I had depleted myself so much I'd stopped taking my supplements I was just literally burning from both ends and I was feeding a baby that like was just like sucking the life out of me I literally felt that was the case and when I when I got some support I was just so depleted you know I was lacking in everything pretty much and if I had done the preparation for the postpartum I wouldn't I would have you know totally approached that differently and I think that's a gift that we can give other women now having experienced it the hard way to really help them prepare so they don't have to go through that type of experience as well. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing, Tiles and I were like, I we both were like, I wish we had this. It's just like this tool to help couples communicate. Like, who's going to be getting up for these feeds? You know, can we express milk? And Dad does the early morning feed. How long is he going to have off work? The budget. How long can Mom take off work? Like all these things that are just so hard to think about when you're sleep deprived and <laughs> in the throes of your hormones plummeting it's just like get it all sorted and on the table beforehand and everyone knows where they stand it's just communication made made easy and roles and responsibilities so that's when Talia and I are like everyone you need <laughs> this <laughs> it's a bible <laughs> yeah 
Do you yeah, absolutely. have anything on like nursing to prepare moms for that? Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning into this episode of Rising into Mindful Motherhood. I just wanted to take a quick little break to tell you about my upcoming workshop called Receive to Conceive. So this workshop is all about being able to ground back into your body, calm your nervous system, reduce stress, so you can feel at ease and open to receiving your baby. In this workshop, you're going to be learning cutting edge nervous system tools to help you reduce overwhelm and anxiety so you can have more peace along your fertility journey. You're going to be creating safety in your nervous system, which is going to balance your hormones, reduce stress, and just allow for a very safe environment for baby to come into. You will receive over 40 meditation and hypnosis tracks, and this is a live workshop. We are going live Thursday on July 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Even if you can't make it live, there will be a replay available, and when you register, you will have lifetime access to the full replay with all of the tangible, practical, techniques that you can use anywhere to create safety within the nervous system, even when you're postpartum actively in motherhood. And you will have lifetime access to the hypnosis and meditation tracks, along with some safety anchors to help you ground back within your body. So if this interests you, go to the link in my bio, sign up today. I can't wait to see you there. Yeah, so then the fourth section is um, matri- resources for matrescence. So we talk about um, breastfeeding, we talk about mum's sleep, and we talk about baby's sleep. We talk about, oh, how many videos oh. are in that towel? It's just all oh, things. So when mum's maybe 10 or after so, she's had the baby, resources, she can go through books, everything. Yeah, yeah, just to the sanity of like, okay, I'm here now. Okay, oh, I can look at this. Yeah, great, breastfeeding. And I mean, in the postpartum plan, we also get them to write down care providers. So like find a lactation consultant beforehand, find an acupuncturist beforehand, have their number there. And if you're experiencing this, this and this, you just have to ring that number. You don't have to go and find them afterwards. But yeah, there's um, the matrescence, like those things that helped Talia and I so much over you know the eight years that we've been having babies each time it's like I think even we talk about funny mum memes it's just like just to know you're not alone (laughs) you know you're not alone like this is you know you're you're in the mum club now (laughs) the motherhood (laughs) yeah I love it It sounds like such an all-inclusive program and I feel like it sounds like it could replace like at least two or three separate programs <laughs> that I had to <laughs> purchase for myself. So um, do you like, is there like one, you know, I don't know if you call them like client testimonials or like client wins, but like one story of like a birth that just comes to mind that you would want to share like a success story from someone who did your program? 
Oh, there's two that pop into my head. Ew, the very too. first, the very, <laughs> the very first testimonial we got sent through was a mum. She's like, "I just had my baby a few hours ago in the hospital, and we did it all on our own, and we didn't need any help. And I can't believe other women don't know what we're capable of. We are so powerful." <laughs> and Tal's and I was just like, "Yes, that was Christy." And then it's Tal's beautiful Monica. She was 36 weeks when she did the beta. And um, she so she started diving into the content. She's like, oh, I need to have a home birth. I'm going to have a home birth. So she made the decision. She got herself a doula. She organized the wow. pool and everything. And she had her 10-pound baby boy, Leo, at home in her lounge room. And just the pictures are just divine. And her husband was going wild because he really wanted a boy. There's this beautiful photo of her holding Leo and him <laughs> seeing that he had a baby boy. And, um, yeah, Monica's in the group. So we do have a Facebook group as well, like a private one just for our mums in the course. And Monica's always in there when mums have questions or asking um, about things. We've got our mums who have had their babies now, maybe have two or three babies. Um, and, you know, it was their third pregnancy when they did the course. They jump in and say, yeah, I went through that. And so it's we also have this massive supportive community and Talia and I are really active in there as well because, you know, it's good doing an online course, but women need women. <laughs> women yeah. need sisters and people to talk to and say, oh, I've just had an appointment and found this out, you know, what do you guys know about this? And it's so beautiful. It's such a supportive community. Um, yeah, they're my, they're probably the two testimonies. I don't know, Talia, is there one that? Yeah, I, I just, I get blown away. Like I just, I get so proud of them because they've done the work. Like they've gone through the course, they've done that inner work. And you know, once you hear their birth story and how they reflect on that, you just know that, that they've done the training and they've prepared in ways that has changed everything for them. Like you just know that their experience has been greatened and more powerful and more conscious because they've become aware and informed. Like just how they tell their birth story, it just like oozes out. And I think, I really think that if you can take that radical responsibility if you can really step forward for yourself and commit to become to doing that preparation and that education like no one ever regrets that the, the girls who have their babies and they have that conscious empowered birth they never turn around and go oh I really wasted all this time getting prepared for my birth they never ever say that do they like you know, it, it's it's never something. I become us like us, sorry. Yes. <laughs> More birth nerds out there. <laughs> exactly. And like you say about Monica, she wants to step in and she wants to give from a place of knowing. And that's what we're creating. We're creating that ripple effect of women who want to empower other women. And not only are they empowering other women, they're going to empower their daughters and their nieces. And and that that message continues to flow and that's the power of everything that we're doing. That's how we make this, this massive impact and that's the piece that really makes us keep going with this because, you know, and work harder and, and put ourselves out there because we know that there is a, a greater a greater impact than, than just us that we can create through this whole um, conscious birth birth movement so 
yeah, it becomes something really, really special for generations to come as well. Absolutely. I was like envisioning that in my mind, like, you know, you have one woman who signs up for your program and then they tell three of their friends. And then if they do it, then they tell three of their friends. And then, yeah, if they have a daughter or maybe they have nieces and they can prepare them or at least like plant that little seed that, hey, this is like an option, like you can do this. And I was also thinking too, like, by ideally preventing birth trauma for the mother, but you're also preventing birth trauma for the baby, which I mean, that if it's a traumatic birth, like that can stay with the baby, like that is like within their cells and that could affect the baby later on in their life. So you're not only impacting the mother, but you are impacting the child as well. So it's, so much bigger than you know surface level like oh a birth course like no it's like light years bigger than that like it's huge it's huge so I know you guys have a freebie could you tell the audience a little bit about that in case they wanted to check that out yeah so um we do run a seven-day challenge um we have another one coming up have we set the dates you can uh, I don't think we've set we've locked in the date yet um probably about four or five weeks away and so for seven days you get um seven days worth of videos um we have like a fun little bingo board going on in the group often we find our moms just like oh my god I've learned so much just in this short amount of time it's awesome um how much how strongly they dive into it um and at the end of the seven day challenge our the mama who has done ticked all the boxes and done all the things um talia and i draw one to win a scholarship into the conscious birth method course so they get full access um and then often uh, we offer the course at a really good price as well for the other mothers who have been a part of the challenge. But that includes like an awesome uh, live women's circle. So we jump on Zoom with all the women um, and we dive into the topic surrendering to your wild woman, which is always really, really powerful and goes pretty deep. Um, yeah, so I think that will be up in four. We were trying to decide on a date. We um didn't get around to it, though. That'll be about four or five weeks away. So on Instagram, we promote, we'll promote that. And we love getting new mums in there. And just even if we're just with them for that snippet of their journey and can make that little bit of difference to help them get some rituals and routines in place that are going to be nourishing for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the seven-day birth challenge. So <laughs> awesome. it's our gift yeah very nice so where can the listeners find you guys where can they learn more where could they find your conscious birth method um yep so on instagram we're the conscious birth movement and we also have a facebook group um that that people can find conscious birth movement mamas um or www consciousbirthmovement.com as well and they can find just way more information and Tiles and I are always up for DMs um 
if there's any questions or anything like we loved we, we're so passionate about this we love to have a chat so don't be afraid to actually just reach out where we're, we're here <laughs> we're real people here yeah awesome thank you and I would Thanks love so to much, hear Katie. some final words for the audience some final words of wisdom from both of you if you guys have anything to share yeah, I would just say to that um, is from my own experience. If I had my time again, I would I would definitely plan for the postpartum more. I would, of course, do my birth preparation, but I would look at things a lot more holistically than really, really zoning in on just the birth. And I think I would probably put a little bit more emphasis on communicating with my partner more solidly as well taking them on a bit more of a journey in terms of how I want them to support me what my wishes are and things like that and really my birth plan was okay but I I would definitely roll in with a more solid birth plan something I can hand over and um, really allow that communication channel to to happen quite early and another thing I really learned through my own process is when I had my third I interviewed I used an obstetrician for all my births and I used an, I interviewed my obstetrician with my third birth and I, I did that at the very beginning and I said, this is what I want. You know, I want all these things. If I have a C-section, I want seating. Like I was putting everything on the table and I said, can you deliver on that? And she's, she looked at me with a smile on her face and it was really like she was like excited by what I was talking about and she goes, of course I can. Like let's we can do this. Do you know what I mean? And from that point on, we we were connected. Like there was a res, a level of respect, and nothing was was hard. Like I talked about some tests I didn't want to do, and she'd be like, "No, I don't even have to worry about that. Just do it this way. We can we've got a simpler way of doing that if that's what you want." And so it was never there was never really any big barriers or obstacles. It was always of ease. And you know, I asked for her to check my belly the old method way. You know, she got the tape measure out and she. She used her hands to to feel around for the baby. And and I think she was really excited by the fact that someone had requested, you know, what she initially had learned to do um, through her own profession. Like it was really she loved going back to the basics with me. And, and that was really special. And I guess what I'm trying to say is don't be afraid to tell your 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 support team exactly what you want don't don't be afraid to put it on the table and be really upfront and honest because you gain that level of respect it puts everyone on the same page and you move into that birth into that birth phase just really understanding each other and and it's like that teamwork you they're not necessarily your authority anymore it's like it's like you're working on that same like level playing field and i think that's a really great feeling to have when um, you're working with doctors and practitioners and things like that and midwives and all of that. So that's something that I would probably just say to, to say to women out there is consider these little extra layers when you when you prepare for birth and then of course do your postpartum plan because that is something that I really wish I'd put more um, effort into. So something that, yeah, like I said, if I had my time again, I would do things a little bit differently. But there's definitely all that wisdom that we um, share in the conscious birth method that you can access to help you do all the things that that you need to do. Love it. Yeah. And 
And I would say to the mums out there who feel like they have that feeling in their heart, like I do, I want to have a natural birth, I want to have a conscious birth, um, and you might have family or friends around you going, what, that's stupid or good luck to you, you know, because there can be a lot of negativity or, um, you know, laughs, scoffs that come back when you do want to birth that way because it's not the mainstream way that what happens and it may be that could be coming from a place of past trauma um, from those people. Yeah, if, if you're really feeling called to do it, you don't have to do it alone. Like you're not alone. You just have to set your mind to it, set your intention, call in your sisterhood, call in the doula, um, yeah, and get yourself educated. It's all here, like it's all out there ready for you and you can do it. Your body was made to do it. Your brain is hardwired to do it. Um, it's possible and 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 look look for the positive, look for the positive stories and the women who have done it and and you can do it too. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. Don't be, don't, don't feel alone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And if you're pregnant and listening to this right now, this is the universe telling you that there are resources out there to really support and prepare you. And, you know, it sounds like you guys have a beautiful community just waiting with open arms to welcome other moms in there as well. So I could talk about this all day long, but you know, it's like past 10 PM there for you guys right now. So thank you so much for coordinating this time zones aside with me today and just sharing your beautiful story and your experience and really your passion with us. Uh, Valentalia. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. Thanks so much for having us, Katie. It's been, yeah, it's been so beautiful to connect with you and yeah, get to know you more. Like we follow you on Instagram and love what you're doing as well with your incredible work um, in the fertility sphere. So thank you for having us. And I absolutely love that tapestry behind you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) That was a wedding gift. Um, We had an Alice in Wonderland theme weddings so yeah oh amazing (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in to the rising into mindful motherhood podcast if this episode resonated with you or gave you an aha moment stop what you're doing right now and write a review this simple act of kindness helps me get this podcast out to connect with as many women as i possibly can i also have a special offer if you send me a screenshot of your review I will take $250 off one of my premium coaching containers. Let me know what resonated with you the most and why. So connect with me and my free Facebook community or tag me on Instagram. You'll find both listed below. Thanks again from the bottom of my heart for tuning into this episode and I'll see you next time.